Adam to Chronic But Iconic. Thank you for coming Hello. back. And we're talking about Lyme Disease Awareness Month and how Adam's found it being his first and being <laughs> thrown in the deep end. <laughs> so, it's your first Lyme Disease Awareness yep. Month and how have you found it, Adam? <clears throat> I found it very, very interesting. <laughs> and um, I can't believe how much stuff you've done for it as well. You know. oh, it's, it has um, been a very, very special one this year, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's been great to have you a part of it. And I'm, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry it's been a bit unpredictable at times. It's been one minute, it's like, yeah, we've got a chilled week, and then next minute we're flat out with doing different yeah. things here and there, trying to look at Blackpool Tower if it's still green <laughs> and trailing to Manchester. Which has been green now, for, was green for about a week, wasn't it? It was yeah, for a very long time. Yeah, so that was great after they said two days. Yeah. So we kept checking, didn't we, every night? But it's, it's been great, but obviously beforehand you didn't really know anything too much about Lyme disease or what it entailed, so for you it was yeah. kind of... And we've not known each other that long for you to sort of get to grips with it. Mm. You've kind of been thrown in the deep end and obviously that's quite difficult and you know you should be very proud oh, of yourself yeah. for, <laughs> for dealing with it as well as you have because yeah. so many people just don't want to know, walk away and... Mm. Obviously, for me and many other sufferers, we worry that we're unlovable, we're undateable, no one wants us because no one will be able to see past the illness. It's mm. not fun. It's not you know, you know, on a day-to-day basis, it's very unpredictable. It's well, it, it's just not fun. You're, you're 25, but you feel you're like you're 88, and you want to be with someone fun that's going out all the time and mm. living life. So. It's quite obviously heartwarming for me, and obviously other people seeing us together will be inspirational for them. That yeah, can give them of course, absolutely. But, but for you having to sort of come into it, it's obviously opened your eyes a little bit. <clears throat> no, of course it has. Yes, I, mean, I wasn't actually aware of Lyme's disease that much before I knew it existed, and yeah. um, yeah. I didn't know how how much of an impact it had on people's lives. You know, and you've really sh- shown me that really. Um, you know. And it's been quite eye-opening, really. You know, yeah. and of course, with, with your book as well, um, with, with reading that, it's that that's given me more of an in-depth yeah. um, sort of lesson into what it's like and what it's like the, the progression from how you were before to how you are now. Yeah. You know, and how it's changed and what's happened in between there. Yeah. And it's a very interesting, very interesting read. Actually, I recommend it for anyone to to pick it up. Which is available on Sophie's website, by the way, yes, if you're interested. And Amazon.com and Amazon, yeah. and .co.uk as well. So it's called In the Limelight. And yeah, it's, it's my story basically, and just a little bit about Lyme disease as, as a whole. Because mm. a lot, like you say, a lot of people still don't really, really understand it or know about it. Yeah. And, you know, like for you, you didn't really know much no. about it. So. It's like, like a manual for a relationship at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> like a manual, yeah. You kind of need one in this game. Oh, no, no. But honestly, it was very, very interesting. And, um, yeah. You know, and learning about you know, how painful it is day to day, but still seeing you do so many amazing things and, you know, managing to get these podcasts out and, and do your poems every Sunday and, you yeah. know, have the willpower to go and ask the council for the light at the tower and then go into the Granada and chase people. It's very draining. Most people who are, who are physically fit and, yeah. They can't manage that sometimes because it's just too much mental, you know, to... Yeah, you know, well, you see, for me, I don't do feel that. like it's that much. And I've said no. to you just before this, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, I've not really done very much. Like, 
you know, mm. we've done this and that, and you're like, yes, we've done this and that, and we've done Grenada, we've done... Yeah. But to me, it doesn't seem anything because I don't work a nine-to-five, or like yourself, you mm. do like three different things, and you're yeah. here, there, and everywhere. So for me, just being at home, sitting at a computer, or, you know, badgering people, and emailing people, or talking to people mm. on my podcast, to me, it's just like a little chat, like I am with you, but... yeah. It, it is draining because sometimes you go on for an hour and I do feel tired afterwards. But at the same time, it's it's like a hobby. I enjoy it. I don't feel like it's work. Well, so no, that's the best thing, really, because as soon as you feel like you're enjoying it, that's when you make the most of it, I think. Because yeah. my music, I really enjoy being in my band. Yeah. Um, you know, I really enjoy writing for my media company and for other projects as well. Yeah. And, um, you know, so that keeps me going with that sort of thing. If I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't be doing it, really. And yeah, I think that's why you do your your you know what you do because you enjoy it so much. You want to make other people aware and you know, course, let their yeah. story be heard with your podcasts. And I think that really drives you to do what you do. Definitely, and I know like some people in the past have have said mm. you know do you need to take a step back from the Lyme Disease UK group and everything that you do mm. regarding your illness because it's always illness related. And I, I do get that, but at the same time, you get the drive and the mission to help other people. I think it's also hard to pull away from that because th- that's, that's your life in a way, you know. Yeah. And it's it's like, um, you know, it's like because I've got asthma, it's like, oh, can you take a break from asthma? You know, could you just not have an attack for a month? So, oh, Cut yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll just step back from that. Yeah. No, it's impossible sometimes. You, you have to, you just, you have to, you're in it, and you have to make the most of it. And that's what you told me as well. You said you have to make the most of what you've got. Yeah, definitely. You know, and that's 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 also you know a good drive to have. Yeah, know. but also, like you've given me the work life balance a little bit. Oh, I know yeah. that we're here at my house today, and it should be a day off, and we're doing this, and it's kind no, of it's work. And we've this been, is no, this is fun. This. And we've been editing, but yeah. well, you've been editing more <laughs> than me, but. Um, you know, it's it's nice to just go out in the mm. week or go to the cinema or do little things because obviously, I can't go clubbing. I can't go out drinking, no. as you know. But we do little things, don't well, we? I don't go clubbing that much, to be fair, either. It's too expensive. And yeah, yeah. and I think <laughs> just going out for a meal and catching up is we both yeah. love our food and yeah. you know, oh, yeah. and we both yeah. have allergies and intolerances because yeah. <clears throat> so the waiters love us. But oh yeah, we're good fun. <laughs> There was, I've never seen so many iPads brought out in a restaurant. Oh, I know, definitely. The allergy yeah. iPad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's just start with you first, because you're yeah. just peanuts, whereas me, we've got the whole list of things. Yeah. We don't bother saying what we've got now, we're saying with the iPad. I know, it's that's just, it. It's just a book, actually. Yeah. But that'll be our next book, it's the allergies. Yeah, of us, maybe we can of co-write of a book. Yeah, 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 and just take it to restaurants and yeah. show them. Yeah, can we have this, isn't yeah. it? But, um... Yeah, it kind of, it makes it better because I know a lot of my friends don't really understand, so mm. it was very difficult. Or they, they live too far afield that they're not just around the corner that they can Yeah, because especially living in, 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 you know, pretty much the sticks, it's quite difficult to get, yeah. to drive out to places. And if yeah. you can't drive yourself, That's you know, it. That, that is quite, yeah, quite difficult and lim- limiting, yeah. you know. Because um, yeah. I, I like I Blackpool, it's quite, as you know, it's quite... Living's quite close. My friends are quite close. Yeah. You can get a bus, and yeah. you're into Cleveland. You know, I can see my other friends, and yeah. but no, it's quite difficult. Yeah, being there as well. And I imagine that yeah. was quite boring as well. If you sat around, just you know, doing stuff, which is why I'm happy to come and pick you up, all, you know, and take. I know, but I feel guilty, and that's yeah. that's another thing. Like, oh, I feel bad on you because I'm like, 
I should be able to drive, I should be able to do this and that and the other. Mm. So you don't always just have to cope with me and my illness and being unpredictable or having to, you know, just maybe go to the cinema and not go out for a meal after or come home early from parties. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy just to stay indoors and watch a film indoors, mate. I'm quite quite easy that way. I think not many people are like you and that's the thing and that's it's so nice for me but obviously it's I'm not used to it either so I feel guilty because I'm so used to feeling bad about leaving I think if anyone's listening to this is the same kind of position as as Sophie is you know um, feeling bad about not being going out because the illness um, don't because you know you need to find someone who actually does and respect that and understand that. I mean, we all have our you know, limits, we all have our restrictions in life. We can't always go out places, you know. And I think if we work together and just sort of understand everyone's restrictions and work with those, because you're, you're with the person for who they are, not for what they can or can't do, I believe. And, you know. You're going to make me tear up. No. <laughs> and, you yeah, that, that, that's, that's why I do anything for you, because, you know, we like who you are. I know, but this this is the thing, and I mean, like literally, you've mm. been thrown in the deep end, and you're still here, like you've yeah. not run. Well, so yeah. that's that's a big thing, and, mm. and I know like a lot of people out there that maybe would have been diagnosed when they're in their teens, and then mm. thought that their life is just going to be alone, mm. and just never really finding that soulmate mm. and that one person to obviously hear you speak like that well, there are people out there who, who will yeah um, exactly um, like don't ever feel that you're unworthy or mm. that people won't see past your illness because like you say like you say to me all the time you know you could be fine one minute and mm. then you could get cancer or exactly. have like yeah, a different disease like, life changes in an instant you know yeah. i mean a very small example of that was I had a, a, cat, a family cat um, called Simba and he, he had to get put down a few days ago but the morning of the day he got put down he was in the sun rolling around having a great time and then I came back from work and, um, and I was like oh we've had to take Simba to the, the vets he's had a bit of a heart, a heart attack and his breathing was bad and anyway I um, took him to the vets and it turns out he had a heart condition underlying heart condition from when he was born and it just got to the point where you couldn't you couldn't keep couldn't anymore. Yeah. But that was taught me in that split second that how life can suddenly change, and you think you 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 fit and well, suddenly things just change health wise. So, you know, it's it's um it's not like with anyone. You know, it's people as well. I mean, you know, I can walk out now and get by a car, and then I'd be paralysed in the waist down. Anything can happen. Yeah. It's it's that kind of that kind of That's world. That's very true. Um, and then the per- you know, if Val's with someone and they say, oh, I don't want to be anymore because she's paralysed in the waist down. And then you know that's that's not right. Yeah. So that's why we say it's a person who you're with. You know, you connect with them on a you know yeah. the same wavelength. And and I think it's very difficult because people are quite. Yeah. We live in a quite judgmental society, mm. and especially with like social media, and we're sort of bombarded with mm. what we should be doing career-wise, what we should look like, and when we're not there and on that path, mm. we we do we do think, oh my gosh, like. Who am I? Mm. Who's gonna love me? I'm not the norm, and I know what is the norm. There isn't a normal, but when you're sort of bombarded with it, and you can't Mm. get away from it, and you have to become very, very strong. And I'm nowhere near there yet, but I've come a long way from 
where I was before because when mm. I did start losing a lot of weight and I didn't want to go out and I did have to face people at business conferences and I had to get dressed and just face everybody and face the judgments and I had no choice and people didn't see that I'd been crying for like hours beforehand and it'd mm. taken me like three hours to get ready and actually go out but it made me have to face those people and they had to begin to like me for my inner beauty not what mm. my outer shell was and that taught me that the people that matter will always see past oh, yeah. realness of course yeah but like you say it's, it's very hard to go through that and it's it's very upsetting it, time yeah it, it takes a lot of years to also get to get change the mindset of that yeah um because you're so focused on the negative of people who abandon you that sort of thing That's and it, yeah. because of because of what you're going through and because you can't do many things and you, you sort of you, you notice that more than the kindness sometimes it's, it's not yes, it's not you as everyone does that even yeah. i did it sometimes it's like if if you get five good comments and one bad you focus yes. on the bad because you know it hurts yeah. and it's um you know he wants to know why that person said yeah. that um and like it's the you same say, with people yeah you know. and people just walk out you know the flick of the heart really it's like oh yeah yeah, yeah you just, yeah. I, I just decided like i can't deal with this anymore mm. or you're not beautiful to me anymore or i don't like the fact you're this that and the other anymore mm. and it's like yeah like you're so used to losing friends people walking out people saying harsh things mm. that even if someone like even if someone says to me now oh, you look beautiful i'm like oh, i don't really it's like i've got to the point now i'll be like oh thank you but I'm like no, I don't. I really don't. But mm. I don't want to be rude and say, oh, I don't, because mm. then they they feel like, oh, well, what is she just being silly? Mm. Of um, course, I think that can link to a few I mean, other people, other illnesses apart from lines, but the other illnesses where yeah, people exactly. think that about themselves. Yeah. And um, yeah, they must think that if people some test them, oh, you look nice, do they think, oh, do you really mean that? You're just saying that, and that yeah. ends up you know, a spiral with uh, Yeah, exactly. Because bringing them down sort of thing yeah and people like you know cancer mm. when someone like loses all their hair it must be absolutely soul destroying mm. and it's the same with like any chronic illness you know if you gain weight or if you lose weight mm. it's, it's kind of it's all the same sort of thing but people don't realize that one comment could last a lifetime and mm. it leaves scars and you don't know what that person is going through no. at all um, and yeah, yeah, you do have to be kind to everybody, mm. and that's what gets me because I always try and be the biggest cheerleader possible, mm. and it, it, it's very very cool. People are really really quick to pull people down if if they're jealous, mm. they can pull someone down, or you know, yeah, usually the case that the jealous, yeah, yeah, or they just don't think before mm. they say. Whereas I'd be like, oh, you look really nice today, or, you know, I like that dress on you, even if I say, or, you know, if someone's lost all their hair, and I'm like, oh, no, you look beautiful. I know that they don't feel beautiful, so maybe sometimes it's nice to comment on what they've picked to wear, mm. because they appreciate that, and they can yeah. feel a bit more at ease with that, and accepting of that, and that'll just boost them. Whereas if I was to say, oh, your hair looks really nice, when they know it's not, that can it can sort of be like, well, is she telling the truth or is she just the saying to be nice? Yeah. yeah. So I think I've sort of started to learn that. You know, if you, I think sometimes you can tell with the tone of voice when people say it. 
Um, yeah, I and who yeah. they are to you. Um, you know, if it's like um, someone who you may not get on with very well, and they say it with like a kind of sarcastic kind of voice, you kind of roll with something in there. Yeah. But it's just someone that you love and you know the saying because of being honest and you can kind of believe it more, I guess. Thing. That's that's another thing as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Maybe it's, um, you know. Yeah. But I think people should be more cheerleaders. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like everything. Yeah. Whether it's work, whether, you know, it's someone's appearance <coughs> or what they're wearing. Because hmm. um, everyone's different. Not, unless you're twins, obviously. No one looks the same in the world. There's no... Yeah. You know, there's no point in saying, oh, you have to wear this, you have to wear that kind of makeup, you have to do this with your eyebrows, you have to do it with your, your lips. It's, everyone's different anyway, there's no point, there's no, yeah. you know, nothing that's similar. Definitely, definitely. So when other people, you know, say bad things about other people because of the way they look, that's just a bit silly, yeah, really, isn't it? Cause... I know, and I think also what's the worst thing ever is like to look on Instagram and be like, oh, oh I yeah. want to be like her, I want to be... Because, Instagram models, yeah. Because that's like like we've talked about this mm. before it's like one second of their life mm. and I'm I'm guilty of this putting out a picture mm. with all smiles and everything and then maybe like I've had a bad day crying and everything and that for me that's not to be like oh my life's all like sunshine mm. and rainbows it's just that I don't like being negative because there's always something to be negative about and there's so much negativity in the world that I try and be as positive as like I can be and try to prove to other sufferers or anybody going through a chronic illness mm. or just life in general uh, maybe going through a rough patch that there is still a silver lining and we can seek out the positives so it's it's like a double-edged sword it can be helpful and it can be also quite detrimental because mm. sometimes when I'm having a really bad period and I haven't posted for a few days mm. or I start posting like pictures from a couple of months ago I kind of I feel like I need to post to just say like mm. you know it's still positive still, even though mm. I'm not feeling it and I'm not feeling well enough to actually show a picture of who I am today but you know I spoke to Angie about this on her Facebook live and she was like we need to just be raw and real we need mm. to show people what this disease actually does so people can understand a bit better and even my mum says it to me she's like you know, even mm. to you, if I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I can let Adam down today, or I don't think mm. I can, like, yeah. you know, see him today because I don't feel very well and I don't want to see him like this. And she'll be like, no, Sophie, you know, you need to see this. this you know, you need yeah. to see no, it of course, worse on your back. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. But you as a person, you don't want to yeah. seem negative or be mm. like crying all the time or feeling the pain all the time well, no because you know, I want to get to know you as you you know see if that means a bad days this is how yeah how it is because if if you if you just share when you come in your good days then don't get to know the full aspect yeah. of all you know because um, I know you tell me about bad days but they're not the same unless you're seeing them and uh, you know it's different so sometimes it's good to because you've seen me in my bad days too so you know it's both ways I know, yeah. but I think, like you say, we've, we've had so many people just walk out mm. when the going gets tough. I think you become yeah. to the point where you build these walls up, you build yeah. your shield up, and you do. You try and put like a film around mm. you and like hide away and cry in, in private. And I guess going back to my swimming mindset, I was always told that crying was a weakness. Mm. So to me, like, I, oh, I hate crying, but. 
Well, yeah, it relieves just... it relieves all the and the you know, negative energies that are inside you as well. It gets all that uh, out. And that, I do believe like a good cry now does help. No, of course it does. Yeah. I still would rather do it in private than in public. Mm. Well, yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he was crying, me, I don't mind at all. Oh know? no, but but um, you know, because I think that that's that's the part of relationships is being yeah brave to do that for your partner just to yeah open up and definitely you know, say how you feel because and I think. I get it a lot when people see me on TV and they're like, oh my God, you look really good, mm. you know, or oh, you came across really well and I'm like, oh, you yeah. know how nervous that, I was that, before ITV and I didn't talk yeah. in the car. Really. But that, that's no difference to what you said about the Instagram photos where it's a snapshot of someone's yeah. life and it, that was only about 10 minutes of your life. Yeah. And, you know, you, you dressed up, you get your makeup on, you were charged for that, you know, you yeah. all the studio lights and that sort of thing. So, you know, that that's why... People say that because they're only seeing you at the at, when you're at top game. Yeah. Know? And uh, but if if someone was to do like a, a day in the life or something, a week in the life, and saw you from Monday yeah. to Friday and saw how you were, they would say very different things. They would say, "Oh gosh, how do you manage to do all this?" But when you like, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. So, I, yeah. But I mean, going back to what you said about Instagram people and they're taking pictures and you know you making other people feel insecure because of where they're coming across. I mean, it's because media's yeah. become so accessible now. You know, yeah. back in the day, it wasn't anything like that. It was just models and, and posters or in magazines on TV. Now it's you literally you're on, your fa- on your phone and just scrolling up and there's an yes. advertisement already there. Yeah. I think that's having an effect on, you know, people's, people's minds. Yeah, and I think... The like, self-image. Sometimes my mum's like, oh, did you see this on Facebook? And I'm yeah. like, no, I post my stuff to, mm. you know, and I... Um, obviously share my blog mm. and everything on there and my podcasts and I check in with the Lyme discussion group because obviously they're Facebook mm. based but I don't go through Facebook religiously because again sometimes it can be toxic or if I see people doing this and that or travelling and things it brings mm. home sometimes what I'm not doing and then I sort of feel guilty mm. or I start mourning like, my tra- like missing my travelling and whatever mm. And it's, I feel like it's de- detrimental. Mm. So I try not to mm. to go over that. Go, yeah, to go yeah. through that, and it's just kind of again yeah. a, a wall, maybe. No, yeah. It's not probably not the best, but. Well, it's just it's just protecting yourself, isn't it? It's yeah. actually body's way of protecting any any hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all do that. Different different walls come up, you know. Yeah. Problems in relationships in the past, and we put walls up to stop committing ourselves to relationships. Yeah. Uh, when things get too serious, that's that's things yeah. that happen, and um, you know, always walls come up with us, protections for for ourselves. Yeah. Um, but those walls can be broken down, and by creating new memories and yeah, exactly, you know, adapting yeah. to how life is now and yeah. finding new things to do, you create new enjoyances yes. and memories, and then those walls yeah. start to d- disappear far into the background because you've got so much new side of them. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I think that's that's important. And like I know we're doing a scrapbook, mm. and I do do a scrapbook of um, all of my work yeah. things I've done as well. Because for me, it's a big thing to look back and think. Like you said, like it's been a really busy month, but to me, I'm like, oh, I've done like three things. That's it. Mm. But then it's good for me to look back because then I'm like, oh, actually, I did do quite a lot. And it then I feel a bit calmer in myself mm. because I'm like, oh right, okay. I have done it's it sort of brings me back grounded because mm. I start looking at other people and I'm like well they've done this and that and the other so why why do I feel tired because I've done three things or well it's different because you, you know you 
physically they're going to be different from people who can do that sort of thing but the three things that you do maybe have more value to the ten things that they've done that makes sense yeah <clears throat> but because the, the, yeah. you know, the bigger I mean say if you <clears throat> okay the Gunilda the tower and um, I think us you did loads this this all this week if it was the third thing you could say who did uh, the radio those, those three yeah. things compared to someone who went to Tesco to shop to the club you know out with friends you know the to, you know, it, it, this is why I need you though, because you 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 know yeah. you just told me all these. And yes, they've, they've done more, but what you've done is more valuable to to you and to your future and to also the Lyme disease in the UK as well. The help you've helped other people by doing that, yeah. and podcasts that you do as well, interviews, Angie, and everything like that. You know, you've, you've yeah. done loads of stuff that has more value to, because it's it's more quality than quantity with, with most things. Yeah, um, you know, and. It's, it's helped as well because at, at the start I did mm. feel like I didn't do a lot, you know, mm. I was just running my blog, wasn't really doing much, trying to put together my mm. books, my allergy books and obviously my Lyme journey as well, but having people within the Lyme community and, and yourself and my family mm. sort of, you know, congratulate me or say, oh, you've done really well, helps me feel a bit more at peace, mm. I think. Um, with everything because like I said like well you know I'm like oh I've not done enough today well I've not and I start you know self-doubting and yeah. feeling guilt so sometimes it's just nice to sort of log on and you know I'm very very lucky because I do get a lot of nice messages from the Lyme disease group well, there you go so. you see that reinforces what you've been doing so you know it yeah. kind of proves that what you've done is, is worthwhile and it helps people because you've got, yeah. output, you've got output from it so what you put in, you get out. You know? Yeah, but then when I have a down day, I feel bad. Yeah, well, yeah, of course. But um, then I think, obviously, yourself, very, very helpful. The way you were like, right, you know, we'll go to the cinema, we'll do this, we'll do mm. that, and then it takes me away from work. But I'm, I'm not like sat thinking, oh, I should be doing this, I should no. be doing that, because I, I might enjoy myself, and you mm. have to have that work-life balance. Mm. And for so long, for so many years, I've, I've sat inside on my own, just day in day out mm. just thinking oh I'll, I'll see my best friend in like four months time because they're really busy and they've had so much going on in their life and it's been okay because I've felt embarrassed about my illness as well so I wasn't going out much but mm. now we can go out mm. like it, it's fun to go out and I really yeah. enjoy it and I'm so thankful and oh. that's why it's like the highlights of my week like you know breaking up a week and going out and sometimes we overdo it and I burn out. Yeah, and but that's, that's fine. <laughs> and my mum's you know? like, Sophie needs to slow yeah, down. Yeah, so, and some days it's just good to stay in. I mean, yeah. even like today, you know, we could just stay and watch a film indoors. And, yeah, you know, which we're probably going to do. I, I can pop to the shop myself and get some crisps for us, you know, that sort of thing. So, that, 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 that's, that's, that's great. <laughs> that's perfect. Because you know? every, every couple's different. You know, if you look at every couple goes out all the time. And some, some stay know, in. yeah. You know, some just go to the park together and walk around. That's what they do. You know, it yeah. depends on what you do. I mean, yeah, every everyone's different. Everyone's got the different lives yeah. and stuff. And until people, some not everyone, until some people understand that, I think it'll be a lot better off because a lot of people like to compare, don't they? They like to think, oh, I'm doing better than you because I can and, do this. this and especially at our age, <clears> like people <throat> in their twenties, I don't know if it's just me, but they mm. just all seem like quite. Like, 
scatter like they just they're a hundred miles an hour all the time yeah and i think that i feel like i need to be 100 miles an well, hour. well no no that's all i think it's because a lot of things are instant these days you know you don't have to wait anymore you can just literally just take a picture and look great and or you can you know you can just order things online that are at house next day it's yeah. all this instance of people's behaviors kind of adapt to that so they're yeah. running 100 miles an hour yeah or um, it's like oh they'll, they'll ring me up like half an hour before yeah. i'm gonna come round or oh let's go out now yeah. and i'm like no, like I'm in my pajamas. Yeah. Like I've not had my lunch yet, or I've not come round yet. I need to have my coffee, you know. <laughs> and I can't just do things like that. No, exactly. Um, but it's it's not. It's, it's affecting a lot of other things as well. This instant one thing of things. I mean, I was talking to the tax driver yesterday in the, in the way up to when I was going out with a friend, and um, he was saying about he's a, he's a singer in hotels as well as tax driver, and he said he sees a, he has a lot of. Um, mainly women um, singing, and they all use auto tune on their voices to make them sound actually, you know, actually decent. <laughs> oh and um, he says it's it's just because they don't really have time, or they don't want to have time to practice and develop their own voice. They want to have instant, you know, <gasps> instant fame or whatever <laughs> recognition and sound good instantly. So they they use these these apps or these these special effects to make them sound, you know. Oh, God. Like Whitney Houston or that sort of thing, to sound like that. And it's, it's such a shame because there's people like, um, you know, people that actually, you know, people like Whitney Houston themselves, they're pretty used to them, yeah. you know, been in choirs and when they're younger and yeah. grown up and learnt to, to sing and to do tone and breathing exercises and that sort of thing. And um, you get people with, with boxes singing like a robot. And that's such a shame. But that just shows how making things instant as as effective way we think. Yeah. Well not everyone by the way, but most yeah, you know, people we've I know. come across <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I know but like for me I just I'd feel guilty for turning my friends down because mm. I'd be like, Oh, I've not seen them for four months but I couldn't just do the thirty minute turnaround mm. that they wanted and then go out for a full day. No. And then you know what it's like. For me I, I can't be out for very long so like maybe three hours is my like limit and mm. then I start to get feeling really drained, really tired really quickly. And if I'm out somewhere that is like a half an hour's drive away mm. and then I need to get a lift or whatever, it makes it very difficult. So then I, I get to the point where I'm like, oh, I can't do it, no. Mm. You know, you know, I end up saying no and then I, that's why I end up saying then you feel, no. So. Then, you, then you, fa- you feel bad saying no, don't you? Yeah, because you've not seen your friend. Yeah. And then it's difficult, think, but you got to think of your own health. Cause sometimes you, you push yourself too far and seeing different people because some people are quite draining I mean you know yeah. you have friends who um, look at my, my friends aren't they quite cool but sometimes in the past my friends have been very loud and very very excitable yeah and then, then when you uh, when you come away from them you feel drained because they just sapped your energy you just yeah. sapped the energy in the room and just made you feel tired and sleepy and yeah. you feel ill after that yeah and then they're running at like 100 miles an hour like you're saying what to go here they're everywhere and you think I can't keep up with you yeah. You know, I've got a, I've got a life too. I've got health. I've got you know, I can't <laughs> just that's match it. your energy levels. That's it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, sometimes it's good just to say no. Sometimes, and if people don't understand that, or you know, I know I think that's it. And I think understanding that, you know, saying mm. no and feeling at peace with that takes a lot. But once mm. you've sort of mastered it, yeah, it does do you the world of good. And yeah. it's the same with like relationships, like. I know that you think, oh, you know, I want someone now, or mm. I've been looking for ages and no one's come along. And sometimes it's when you stop looking that you find someone. Yeah, yeah. not the same here. Yeah. yeah. So 
and it's it's kind of like don't don't be sort of drawn into something that they're all like oh yeah 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 or it's, mm. it's going to be fine it's going to be fine but really it's not they just kind of they don't they don't really want to engage in the whole mm. the whole of you like everything that you come with all the extra baggage and yeah that they just kind of so see the surface they don't want to know you basically yeah they just see the surface and think yeah. oh yeah I'll, I'll have a bit of that or whatever and then when it gets to the nitty gritty they want out well yeah. it's it's not fair on you and I think it's best to take it slow it's best to I don't, don't like to say but like do your research type thing know mm. the person oh yeah, yeah you know and know that they're invested in you and they understand mm. and they're supportive because that's a big thing um, like a lot of people, especially uh, sort of in this game, they can be like, oh yeah, yeah, but if if it's kind of like they like to be the top dog or they get mm. jealous if you're doing something of your own and it's like that control mm. sort of aspect and it shouldn't be like that. You should be cheerleaders for both, you know, both yeah. sides and no, of for each that, other. Absolutely. And I think that's important and it's, it's very difficult to see the red flags when when you have a chronic illness and mm. you think oh someone's here for me this is great i'm enjoying it it's it's, um, it's like it's stop yourself getting hurt again yeah isn't it because if you think we don't fully you know commit myself in a certain, certain way you know just yeah. to make sure that i don't get hurt again which makes yeah. a lot of sense really yeah, yeah. it completely makes sense because you don't want to be set back again in no other ways definitely um but obviously with time and getting to know each other you can kind of learn yeah certain ways of how people take in that so. yeah and i think yeah. sometimes you just like instantly know mm. like i know after like our first date and i got back mm. and spoke to my mom and she was like you're really really upbeat and i was like well yeah because like i just feel at ease you you were so understanding oh, you yeah. got it and we like we just instantly connected didn't mm. we and i think that's great if you get that and i, I know i know a lot of people have to you know kiss a lot of frogs so to say mm. or go on a lot of few dates and some end badly or they don't go well and it puts people off but sometimes you just got to stop looking and sometimes it just happens when it happens and it is very hard with social media because you think you should be following this path at this time and doing this that and the other and you may, might see friends and family uh, members sort of getting married or engaged mm. and having children and but everyone, you know, everyone's path's different and unique and it's it's very hard to accept that when you're sort of in that oh, yeah, yeah. limbo. But when you sort of get to the point where we are and we're sort of enjoying our time together yeah, and you're it, no. so, like, such a cheerleader and so understanding that it's easy for me to sit down and say now, oh, wait for some, you know, wait for someone to come along, the right person will come along because... You know, six months ago, I was in that space where I thought I was unlovable. No one would want me. Lyme disease is such a complex disease, and it takes up so much of your life. So unpredictable. That why would someone want to be with someone like me at such a young age? Um, and you do you sort of write you, you write yourself off completely. So I understand people probably listening to this like it's all right for you to say that, um, but. I think you've just got to have faith in fate. Go keep trying and don't give up. Yeah, <coughs> definitely. You definitely. Yeah. Um, and it is very difficult because, like you say, 
you don't want to be alone all the time and especially when you're housebound and bedridden you, you, you don't want to rely on someone especially someone that you care about and I feel bad when I'm like can you come pick me up or can we, can we go yeah. out today because you have to drive because I'm not allowed to drive mm-hmm. and that to me I'm very conscious of that because I'm like oh I don't want you coming all the way out if I'm not feeling great today and you're like no it's fine and but you know for mm-hmm. me I'm like oh because I can't repay you by you know giving you a well, lift no it's fine the thing is I enjoy seeing you in a time together so it doesn't matter really I'm going down the road it's not that far I, really, I know but you know. you know someone who's like bedridden that mm-hmm. might be like well how can I meet people or you mm-hmm. know if I'm housebound, if sitting in watching a movie, that's not cool. But like you say, the the right person will understand, and yeah. the right person. I mean, um, haven't you started up a group as well for people um, to get talking? As yeah. Well so we have the buddy system that we run on the Lyme mm. Disease UK group, which is great. We have um, the map actually on the Lyme Disease UK resources where people can add their location to the map and. They can see people in their area and they can sort of reach out to them mm. who's on the map, who just wants someone to talk to as a friend. Yeah. Because, again, that's a huge lifeline because a lot of people don't even have their family support, which breaks my heart because your family should be the, the main cheerleaders. And, but, you know, because the disease is so unknown and still widely, well, misunderstood, really, I'd say, that some families just don't understand and that that's mm. the bot the, you know the sort of bottom line to it they don't understand and they don't know where to begin to understand so they can't support something they don't understand and the doctors are telling mm. their loved ones they're fine so they're believing the doctors because they're medically trained so it's great to have other members where you can reach out and just talk and yeah I think that's the thing is if you know there's others and you're in this same position so you don't feel so alone yeah um because they can relate and share stories yeah. and you know if, if possible meet up if it's possible yeah, to do exactly, that yeah. you know then how sometimes it's difficult to get out of bed you know? yeah that's it because FaceTime so you can see them yeah and like the just having like a pen pal of some sort yeah. is a huge life it's just so having much. someone to talk to because I can imagine it's very lonely if you're on your own in the bed all the time and because even yes. family members can't always come and see you so you have yeah. days when you're on your own yeah um, so those days when you're on you'd be great just to talk to other people wouldn't it so. yeah and you know Lyme disease affects everybody so differently Mm. as well so we can relate in so many ways but in so many other ways we're so different Mm. as well and I know like when Blackpool Tower and Stephen came in his wheelchair and he's talking about seizures and things and it's scary because you know when you've had it for so long as well you you do get worse and it's upsetting to think about Mm. and it's scary to think about Um, but also you feel like, you know, Stephen has such mm. a great sense of humour. Oh, yeah, just, I can tell. You, you do, don't yeah, you? You he just does. have to. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Angela is such a massive support. Yeah. And and that's what, you know, that's what it's all about, having those people in your life that are just there for mm. you unconditionally and always there and will always be there. And, you know, they come to events, they'll fundraise, yeah. you know, and help in any way, shape or form. And I know some people well it's alright for you to say and it's hard for it you know but well I it, think is, it is hard it um, is hard but you've yeah. got to be positive about it because it's yeah. like law of attraction mm. what you put out into the world you get out you get back you yeah. get back so 
you have to be positive. I know it's hard. I mean, you do a lot to help people. I mean, also um, being bedridden and hygiene as well. You've come up with soaps, haven't you? Yeah. That help people yeah. um, keep clean as well. Because imagine that's quite a difficult thing to do. Well, the one thing you want to do in a hospital is freshen up. Hmm. So the soap sponges that I have on my website. It's just so that people can pat themselves down, mm. freshen up. And because, again, chronic illness, we're allergic mm. to a lot of things. But why shouldn't we have nice smelling things like Lush and mm. Body Shop? You know, we, sh- we should still be able to smell. I mean, my, mom, my mum's actually got one and because um, yeah. she's um, had chemo and a lot of things affect her skin. Um, but she, she uses it, but also she has it next to a pillow because she likes the smell of it as well. Because she has a, uh, she likes the smell and makes it relaxed, you see. Yeah. So they are quite nicely fragranced because a lot of the yeah. problems with um, special uh, things like special soaps that are good for your skin, they don't, they don't be nice, are they? They're quite boring and plain. That's it, yeah, plain And uh, sometimes she's wish she could just have something that makes you smell nice. Yeah. And uh, so those soaps do that as well, don't they? They have yes. different flavours, which is a, a main selling point yeah. of them, really, as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think, <laughs> yeah. I think, um, that's the only good thing with like going through a chronic illness. You learn, you do mm. learn on the job, and you learn so much, and you become so like far great, more grateful mm. in life. And you do try and find other ways, you mm. know, like cooking. Yeah, cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Sometimes yeah. boring and a lot of veg. Yeah. Don't say anything, but. I think that's another book you're right now, isn't it? A well, cooking book and how to cook for. I think yeah, oil free. Oil free, because <laughs> that. Yeah, that's going to be a big thing, isn't it? I think so. Mm. I think that's going to be the next project because my previous ones did have oil in, but now I've become intolerant to oil. Mm. And I know a lot of people, actually, that Mm. just recently have been like, no, I can't tolerate olive oil and vegetable oil. And it's because they're so processed and people don't realise. Also, it's the health um, things like that. Oh, oil isn't exactly the best in some cases. Um, So if we can help with that as well, it would be fantastic. Yeah, so... But, um, I think <laughs> I know my diet's not the it's plant based and you you're having to learn to eat lots of vegetables but um yeah it's it's just you have to make the best of it and learning to adapt mm. and making the best of it and helping others in the process is a sort of a way of you dealing with it I think as well yeah yeah so. well it's been lovely thank you so much thank you for talking about everything because no you're new to this game and i think it'd be great for people to listen to yeah. your take on lyme disease and how you found lyme disease awareness month being mm. you know thrown in the deep end and everything that we've done and sort of you've had to sort of learn and experience lyme firsthand yeah. you know coming <laughs> from from the unknown really oh. well so very lucky to have met you and... thank you i'm lucky to have met you oh. also yeah <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you.